of those years if I had my own truck, but I wasn't driving it very often and not a lot of problems. Man, and just within three weeks, just the world comes crashing down on you, feel like it with the transmission and then getting run over. It really makes you step back and think and be thankful. Welcome to the Oakley Podcast, Trucking Business and Family. This show is brought to you by Oakley Trucking, headquartered in North Little Rock, Arkansas. The purpose of this podcast is to communicate with Oakley owner-operators and their families by giving them up-to-date information concerning Oakley Trucking and the trucking industry, from business advice to safety updates to success stories, also to give an insight to outside truck drivers that might be interested in joining the Oakley family. Hi, this is Jeremy Kellett, Director of Recruiting here at Oakley Trucking, and I'm your host for this podcast. This is the Oakley Podcast, Trucking Business and Family, and this is episode 146. So on today's episode, we actually get to sit down with Scotty Smith, one of our owner-operators, and talk about his story. Now, and the reason I wanted to talk about his story is because it can relate to a lot of people in the trucking business, and actually, it may you may come out of this feeling a lot better. <laughs> I don't know if Scotty will, but it's a great story that he has had since he started with Oakley, and we actually talk about some of the troubles he's had, and then the end result. And it, it just, it's a great one that I know you're through. It's going to go. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that happens to somebody else. I thought that stuff only happened to me, but it does happen to other people too. So. Great story. We're going to talk to Scotty here in just a second. But first, let's do an Oakley update sponsored by Aero Truck Sales. Aero Truck Sales has been in business for over 60 years and a longtime partner of Oakley Trucking and the Oakley Podcast. Trey Visor and Keith Wilson do a great job at putting you in the right truck to fit your needs and our needs here at Oakley. They carry all makes and models to choose from with on-site financing through transport funding. So whether you are a seasoned owner-operator or a first-time buyer, be sure to contact Keith Wilson at Arrow Truck Sales at 573-216-6047 and tell him you heard it on the Oakley Podcast. All right, let's get this thing started with Scotty. Miss Scotty, how you doing, man? Doing great. I appreciate you coming on this in such short notice. I know Miles just called you out of the blue and talked you into it, right? Yes, he did. I told him no a few times, <laughs> well, uh, probably like five times, but uh, he's, he's he wouldn't take it. Nope. No, he wasn't. That's good, Miles. You're the uh, new producer. He did great. <laughs> Made me feel like I had to. Well, right. Like, man, I really need to do this for, well, to Oakley, for Oakley. You know, it's, it's definitely not about doing that. I think you're, you've got a great, a unique story that we were talking down there in the lobby before we came up here. And about some of the stuff that happened and, and I didn't know all this, you know, the details that you were telling me downstairs that's happened in, since you've been at Oakley. But I just think that the more I hear it, the more interested I get wanting to go, I can't believe this has happened. You even said, this is an unbelievable story. So <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm anxious to hear it. But first let the listeners know who you are. Tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe family hobbies. Okay. Uh, I lit well, I grew up in. Elysian Field, Texas. Met my wife. We moved to Hallsville, Texas, and we've been married, I guess, about 21 years. Awesome. Don't hold me to that. Awesome. But uh, my daughter, she's 19. She's in college, almost done with her associates. Where at? She's at Panola College in Carthage, Texas right now. Great. She lives at home. She she drives there to, for school. Proud of her. Yeah. Super proud. That's pretty well, much it. What 
how long you been trucking? Oh, I was thinking earlier, I had to have been about 2001. So 21, 22 yeah, years. A long time. It's a long time. What, what do you and your wife do when you're not working? This is seasonal. Right now we're a dirt track, watching dirt track racing. You know, it's a, still, it's nice weather right now, but we're, Easter comes, we'll be at the lake. So my wife and daughter, we do a lot of camping. Do so, you? Yeah. Lake close around there too? A lake of the Pines, just north of us. That's our favorite. Plus it's close to home. Trucking all week. I don't want to drive too far. Yeah. <laughs> Take the camper out there. Now, yeah. Have you got her taking it out there and having it set up for you when you come home? No. I wish. She <laughs> said she'll drive a motor home, but we sold our motor home and we have a toy hauler. It's pretty long. And she's like, nope. <laughs> a little too much. Yeah. We go back to a motor home. She'll, she'll do that. But no, we try to get home early enough on a Friday to get on out there. But she has everything ready to go. I just got to drag you, it. You got a boat too? Oh, yeah. Got a crowd line. Love it. Really? 20 foot. Yeah. Do you keep it out there or do you have to haul it out there too? Haul it. She hauls it. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh no. She has no problem pulling the trailer. It's just not that camper. <laughs> I got you. So you are full fledged lake. Oh, yeah. We, I love the lake we too. Love the lake. Uh, too. Not really so much fishing. I mean, we like fishing, but if we do fishing, we're just on the bank. I don't know what uh, it's, why the water is so addictive, you know, but it is to me. I love being out there like a sunrise or sunset and just riding. Mm-hmm. You know, in the boat and that's out on the water. I mean, just something about it. Last year, sometime, my wife and daughter come up here to Little Rock with me. And we actually, we sat out there looking at the water probably an hour. On the riverbank <laughs> out here? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, just watching the boats, you yeah. know. So Let's start into this. Well, you're with Oakley and you've been with Oakley. Since October of 20. October of yeah, 20. So, yeah. Pulling end dump. That's right. Is that right? Okay. That's all Time. you've pulled over here is end dump. Yes. Right. Okay. So you come and get leased on at Oakley and just start with what was the initial problem you had. And we'll go from there like we were talking downstairs. Well, I was here. The first year was great. So I started in October of 20. So I guess February of 21. So you worked here a year before you ran into these truck problems. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. The first year was good, but then it it went bad. What quick. happened? <laughs> Transmission went out. Uh, well, I say went out. It was a going out. And luckily, I made it up here to the Little Rock Yard. And after talk, Toby got me set up with Kenworth over here in North Little Rock. And I had some gaskets changed. And Something. There that... was a leak that it, it happened pretty quick. Okay. So uh, he set me up, got me set up with them over at Kenworth. And so it went over there for two two weeks or so. It was supposed to have only been four or five days. But at that time, nothing was easy. Yeah. So it turned into when was nearly this, three Scotty? Weeks. This was probably so that was February fourteenth. Is the actual day it? You put it in the shop. Fifteenth, it went in the shop. Fourteenth, okay. it went. I was on my way to Muskogee. Everything happened, but I was able to make it here. Okay. So on the fifteenth, it went in the shop. All right. So they probably started messing with it on the sixteenth, and so it was a few weeks, and. Pulling get, our hair get a out. new transmission. Yeah, Toby was amazing during that whole ordeal. And so people, if people don't know Toby Bishop. He's our shop foreman. So yeah, but, a great guy. Yeah. Got my truck out of that. We were so relieved. I made it about an hour and a half from here. Got down to Arkadelphia. Was going down 67 and pulled up to a red light. And a cow hauler 
coming from the other way, made a left and just ran over my truck. Never stopped. Never just stopped. Kept, well, he once he hit me, finally realized he hit me, he slowed down a little bit and then mashed on it, took off. Cops caught him in Cattle Valley. I believe they caught him at the actual truck stop. I'm not certain of that. They just said Cattle Valley. And, uh, so your truck was disabled or? Yes. Oh, yeah. It tore it up pretty good. Tore the hood. Alignment. Of course, my wheels were turned to the left as far as you could get them. Gearbox, tire, fan, I mean, mirror, everything. Just destroyed. So I got towed. Do you to, have a picture of that, by uh, the way? You don't have to pull it out now, but. Oh, yeah, we should. Give it to Miles. Safety definitely has plenty. Oh, safety does. That's right. <laughs> Safety's got pictures, Miles. We want to get pictures. Oh, throw my it. buddy Dustin Barnett down there. He'll we can throw it up plenty. on the screen. And it doesn't look as bad as it was. Why, what do you mean by that? Cosmetically, it didn't look like it was the end of the world. We thought a few weeks, maybe a month at best. The more they got into it, the worse it got. And, of course, getting parts. Six months later. Six months to Six get parts? Well, so they towed, you got towed back up to... Okay, I got towed to Cattle Valley. Okay. To a wrecker right there across from, I believe that's Pilot. It sat there for two weeks. I insurance them, figuring out where they were going to send it, because I immediately right then asked them to take it to Lone Star in Texarkana, because closer to my home. That wrecker service said no, because they wouldn't cross the state line. So... They, de they decided to bring it here to North Little Rock, which was fine. It's right here. It sat there for four months. They did nothing more than take my hood off and set it on the ground. That's it. Never ordered a single part. Finally got with the general manager over there. He wrote us a check because the insurance company had given them 10000 to get started. He was kind of, he just gave us our money back right then. Said, because I said, look, I got to take my truck out of here. After it's four, four months, months, I'm done. Dustin, Eagle, tried. He talked to them, everything. We did. Everybody talked to them. Right. It was, nothing was helping with them. They just weren't going to touch it. Yeah. For whatever reason. So, I think it was Dustin Eagle actually got a hold of Kenworth again. <laughs> so, took it back to them. And from then, Jamie, he spearheaded it. And Jamie two White. Months, Jamie White, yeah. yeah amazing. Might see. Good friend now. About, I'd say about two months. I could be a little off on that. He got it done. It, he jumped through hoops, but got it taken care of. So this whole time, you go how many weeks, get the transmission fixed? Three. Three weeks, then you get out of here. Roughly six months. You go south, you get run over at the truck or at mm -hmm. an intersection. That And then that takes another four months. You're at this other place, and they won't fix nothing. Right. Then you move the truck over to MHC with Jamie White, and they have it. Maybe two months. Maybe two months and get it fixed. And the only reason it took that long was just parts. Parts, waiting on mm -hmm. parts. But go back to the story you were telling me. So the guy hit you, the bull, the cow hauler hit you. Right. And didn't stop. Did not stop. Well, start there and tell me how what you were telling me downstairs about finding that. Oh, that was, that was another. It's everything's an ordeal with this story. <laughs> <laughs> but so they gave him. I didn't know anything. I just knew they caught him. They told me they caught him. That's all I knew. I got towed. Well, I was on. My car was here at 
the yard. So the record service, I paid them to drive me back up here to my car so I could go home <laughs> again. I got to Jefferson, Texas, and I happened to see that truck at a truck stop at the Sefco. So I pulled in there and took some pictures of it because I hadn't seen him since he ran over me. And this was later that night? That night. It was probably around 9 or 10 that night. I, he was in the fuel island. And Did you just see it going down the interstate? So like, well, Highway 59. Yeah, just look over, you know. And, oh, okay. But I was like, man, that it's a, it was a day cab, cow hauler with a, I'm not sure what you call that type of trailer, but it dropped, I guess they could ground load it. It's kind of a unique look to it anyway. So you recognize. So I pulled in there and took some pictures, and I told my wife, look at this. This is that guy. Where's he going? Because I, I had no idea where this truck was from. So I think it Didn't was Didn't have any signage? No signage whatsoever. So I think it was about a week later, I got the police report. He had received a ticket for leaving the scene, but also no proof of insurance. So I thought I was done for right then. I really thought that was going to sink me. Well, I had friends in the business. My wife's cousin that used to work here, good friend. Sent him the picture. He sent it to some others. Found that truck sitting down in Nacogdoches, Texas, just right out in front of God and everybody. Really? I went down there, took a video of where it was sitting, got with the insurance. They called down there. Those people said they had no clue their truck had been in a wreck. You got with your our insurance? Our insurance, True North. So they... They, because this was going to be on me. Right. So you she, having... I cannot remember her name, but she was wonderful. So she called them and just point blank said, we got to have your insurance information. And the secretary, a few hours later, their secretary sent it to them, said we had no idea that truck was in an accident. Friends, I don't know how he found finding that truck down there. was like a needle in a haystack. Yeah. We had no idea where this truck was from. All the info on the police report was completely, I'm not going to say false, but it was addresses were no good. It was a brick building out in the middle of nowhere, and even the driver's information was just some RV park with two or three old campers in it that he did not, he didn't live there. And they didn't on the police report, they just said no insurance. That's it. Let him go. He didn't have, and just wrote him a ticket, and then that was it. Golly. Yeah. And he had been working, I don't understand, he had already been working his Facebook, it was all over his Social media, the guy had been, he'd been up for at least 24 hours at that point running. I mean, mm. it was just unbelievable. Yeah. The police did not do anything. That is. Gave him a ticket and let him go. Luckily, you got good friends that found it, and then the company, whatever company that was, at least they stepped mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And said, hey, yeah, yeah, that was our truck and our driver. Yeah, and I can't say enough about their insurance it was progressive, and they stood behind it 100%. And it was a long battle. Not a battle. It was a long six months of sitting around with no truck. Luckily, their guy was local here to Little Rock and dealt with this daily with me on it not getting done. The progressive guy? Yes. He lives right here just north of town. So he was by here a lot. So he knew it wasn't just me, you know, giving him a run around. And he was here to see it daily. He had other trucks in that same shop. And he knew he had a relationship with Jamie just from working with them. And so this was, I got very lucky. 
I bet you were thinking, man, just honey, don't touch anything, don't move, don't we don't need anything else to happen. I'm still to this day, <laughs> uh, if anybody gets near my front left corner, I PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's, well, I was like, you got to stop. They're just in their lane. I'm like, but they're too close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I can only imagine. So then. You progressive stepped up, Jamie yeah. stepped up with MHC, got your truck done in a couple of months. This this whole time was about six months or so. And we were checking on you. I know we you you were a uh, you were a hot topic around the office, you know, of what's he gonna do, what's going on yeah. with it and trying to check on things. You stayed in touch with us pretty regularly. Oh yeah, me and Dustin Barnett. We're he's definitely more of a friend. he's a friend now that just so happens to work in the safety department. We talk a lot. He's great. I always tell him he's holding my hand through that whole ordeal because I need what somebody he to talk to. Just keeping me posted and, you know, just talking, really. Just when I needed to run things by him, he was there. And, what, and you know, wasn't obligated to do that. No, and Dustin Eagle, another one, he called around constantly trying to help me. He drove over there to dog it a few times trying to see what was going on. Both of those guys were I have nothing but great things to say about those two, Toby, Oakley in general. Yeah, good, man. So, so now you've been back up and on your feet. How long? Oh, I guess. When was that? If that started so in February, was, yeah. then that would have probably been, it was September, September October yeah, somewhere. Been, I want to say it was about September. I remember you, you and your wife came up here yeah. to go back to work, and that was September, October, yeah. right, right that in there. That sounds about right. So you've been at it ever since. At it. Doing good. Doing good. Surprisingly not how, a lot of how did you uh, troubles i mean how did you get through that time with no work no income we have always lived our life every day like we're broke that sure paid off last year i we didn't know how long we could make it now we do <laughs> <laughs> financially we were fine mentally not so much right. as you just we just didn't we never seen an end it just no end in sight Every time we thought it was coming to an end, another month, my wife would say, we're fine. You know, we're fine. As long as Progressive does what they say. Sure enough, the day I got my truck out, they did exactly what they said they would do. Paid up. Paid up. You come and got it. They just, you know, went by my statements with Oakley and reimbursed me. So That's a good story, man. That's a, it's a, you're now th <laughs> talking about it. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm like, oh, reliving it all. I was like, well, that's, maybe that's this will help. Get it out. Get yeah. <laughs> get I, it out. Get it off your chest because it's behind you now. Anybody wants to know about that story, I'm like, it's not just a small part. Like, this is a long story that's yeah. unbelievable. So, it really is that you were able to find the trucking company that uh, was responsible. Yeah. And thank goodness they stepped up. You know, seeing him, at the but we had stop. video. I guess did we send? Did Barnett send that to him? Did we have to send that to him? I guess True North. I have did. still to this day never seen it. True North and Progressive saw the video. Okay, so okay, I just had the picture I took myself at the truck stop, right? Which is how we found them so quickly. Man, that was yeah, little lucky you found that and got that done. That way, it wasn't your insurance. Yeah, this would have been a whole different. Story. I'm not sure if I'd survived it. I, yeah, because the price, the cost of trucks at that point had yeah gone crazy. So, well, you know, it's 
you hear things like that, and, 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 you know, us sitting in this office, we hear things similar to this, maybe not that drag, but we hear things similar to this all the time when it comes to guys getting parts broke down for an extended period of time and getting up and going. And I mean, right now we were having this conversation down there earlier because we have a guy that he's going to be down six to eight weeks getting his truck fix something wrong with it and it's going to take that long so he's jumping in another one of our owner operators mm-hmm. trucks so that's broke down because his back is hurt so he's going to jump in and drive his truck and they both can have a little bit of income you know to, to yeah. just for six to eight weeks and i mean those things happen it was, i'm just glad you survived it and are, is thriving now you know yeah you're, you're doing great I, uh, back doing good busy and now you're building that emergency fund up in case it ever happens again. <laughs> building it, yeah, even more so than it was uh, for sure. But man. luckily, we've always we was ten years in oil field. We learn real quick. Don't don't blow your money. Yeah, and that's really paid off. It's, it's you got to have it in there because you never know what's going to happen for sure. That's right. Well, tell us just a little bit to wrap it up. Tell us a little bit about what you do at Oakley. Some of the things that are interesting to you if you've, you know, I know you were in the frack hall and stuff before you came here, but, you know, you're pulling an end dump. What's interesting about an end dump? Every day is interesting with end dump. Every load, just making sure it's safe. So I love end dumping. It's wolf field. You just. Why do you love an end dump? Well, really, it's, it's okay. I say easy. It's easy as far as loading and getting to a customer, no waiting. You just lift it up, you unload and go. No sitting around waiting at a plant for hours. Typically very short unloads. Granules, I guess, maybe our longest unload, and that's there's nothing to that. But the excitement of it every time, every day is, every time you lift that trailer up, that heart gets to... <laughs> get your attention. <laughs> yeah, get your attention every time. So I love it. Brent brings me in to do barge loads occasionally. I do like to, I wouldn't want to do that every day, but I do like to change a different trailer, different, yeah. just the uniqueness of product, different products. I love that part. My wife and daughter, both they, whether they're interested or not, they act like they are. So I'm always <laughs> telling them, look at this, send them a picture of this or that. And you know, it's pretty cool. We've talked about that before on, on this podcast about some of the different materials we haul, different yeah. places we go. The It's just, it really is interesting that mm-hmm. I think it, it's more of a specialty type of stuff uh, that we do. And it keeps you interested that you normally, if you're the, if you're the everyday public or you're the everyday truck driver pulling a dry van or reef or flatbed, you don't really realize mm-hmm. that goes on in yeah. the trucking world until you start doing it. And you're like, uh, man, I definitely did not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a call one day to go to Fort Hood. And of course, I thought, what am I doing there? It was a used 50 caliber shells. Really? A full load of that going up to, I believe that was St. Louis took it to. A full trailer load. Full of... trailer load. Sure was. That's pretty neat. I bet that, it. Was. That's a story I hold on to. You got some pictures <laughs> of that one, didn't you? I, oh, yeah. yeah. Of the load. Yeah. <laughs> yeah There's right. a lot of them. They stamp those bullets before they put them in your truck so they can't be reused. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Pretty cool. That is. Pretty cool. Lube Zone has opened a new location in Statesville, North Carolina. It's located north of Statesville on Highway 77, just west of exit 59. 
Lubezon services both single trucks and truck fleets, so whether you're driving through or you have a trucking company nearby, Lubezon are the experts to turn to. Lubezon's specialty is full-service oil changes that take approximately 30 to 40 minutes. They also offer tractor-trailer grease, gearbox service, generator service, reefer service, and DOT inspections. They also go the extra mile when it comes to quality control. What does that mean? That means your semi-truck is checked not just once, but twice to ensure all service and parts are good to go. LubeZone does this so you can rest easy knowing that your truck is in top condition. No other service center knows semi-trucks better than LubeZone. Check out LubeZone.com for all their locations, and when you go in there, tell them you heard it on the Oakley Podcast. You know, it's just, it's it's refreshing to hear a story like that and coming from one of our owner-operators that's here and still here and doing good. And, you know, it, somebody in that situation could get down real quick and quit real fast. I mean, you would have that tendency to, I'm just giving up. Mm. I can't take it anymore. I get it out of the shop. I'm an hour and a half down the road, and the guy takes off the front of my truck. I mean, you would just be like, what? what well, is? Mentally, it hit me pretty hard. Mentally, you know? what am I doing wrong, honey? What? Good Lord, what am I doing wrong? I, you know? I've said that more than once. It's got to be me. Like, I kept looking at pictures and pictures and asking about the videos. I'm like, what, what is happening? But there's really nothing. To, what do you say? Yeah, it's not. I mean, you know, it's just more of testing your patience mm-hmm. and your trust and your faith and just, I, you know, we're going to get through this. Yeah, all of those years of I had my own truck, but I wasn't driving it very often in the oil field usually in other people's, not a lot of problems. Man, and just within three weeks, just the world comes crashing down on you, feel like it with the transmission and then getting run over. It really makes you step back and think and be thankful, real thankful for my wife, my daughter. They were, and people like Dustin Barnett, all my therapists. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's, all of them. That's what they all are. (laughs) Dustin Eagle, all of them. You'll be fine. Asked Dustin a few times, "Am I? What about coming back to work, having a job? You know?" And he's like, "You did nothing wrong here, and yeah. it's good to hear because sometimes you start really doubting everything." You get a bunch of honeydews done around the house. Well, as much as I could without spending much money, that you was, know. Yeah. We really, we really. Did you go to work anywhere there. else? You get you any part-time gigs or anything? No, that was to... a whole other deal with the insurance battle. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I told them, I mean, they wanted me to go to work, of course, but they only, okay, they would pay me 100% if I did nothing. This makes no sense to me. If I did nothing, they would reimburse me what I'm owed by my checks. Your downtime? My downtime, they'd pay me 100%. But we want you to go to work and send us your paycheck stub at the end of each week so we can deduct that from your final. I said, you're crazy. Yeah. Why in the world? I'm, I said, then I get in another truck. God forbid something happens because I'm not having the best of luck right now. And then what, you know, then where we're going to stand? Well, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, basically. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wait this out. <laughs> Little did I know it'd be six months. But did they pay you weekly or did they pay no. after it was all said and done? It took about week or two after it was said and done okay for the get the actual check but it was just one lump sum if they wrote you a check we i tried to settle this three months in we didn't think it'd be this long 
He said, well, that's fine. We'll write you a check, but then that's it. We're done. And I said, well, I can't do that. Yeah. So I think it's their way of waiting me out, just see how long I can make it without going to work. Well, <laughs> they didn't know. They, <laughs> they did not with. know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know your wife I, very well. No, do. they don't. At a certain point, I was like, you know what? No, I'm watching to see how long I can. And the lady actually said, well, how long can you go? How long can you keep doing this? I said, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, man. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but I actually just talked to that lady the other day, and she's very nice. But, boy, let me tell you, they will try to. But that, they were very nice, but at the same time, they will try to stick it to you best they can. And it wasn't happening. I had my, my year had been rough enough. Yeah. So. Thank goodness. I mean. It worked out. Somebody gets what they deserve, you know, when it comes to that. It works out at the end. Yeah, because I'm not doing the whole lawyer thing. Right. I wasn't doing none of that. I simply just, you ran over my truck, fixed my truck. But yes, I didn't know. I thought a month. So yep. they just took six. It's not on me. So good stuff, man. It really is that that we're able to tell this story. And I know you said you were nervous yeah. as a cat for you. Still am. Oh, come on. <laughs> He's done good, had him. It's My a chest is still shaking. It's a good story, and because you're a good guy and you good got a good family, and I didn't. You stuck it out, and you got a lot of patience and. You're here now, man. Gotta you have a lot of patience time. to pull them in, don't Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be in trucking. You gotta have some patience for sure. That's true. I love it here. It's been, y'all have been great to me since day one. Well, we love having you, man. And, you know, to see somebody come through that just makes it even, makes us even tighter. So. Good to know. Lease on with Oakley Trucking, America's drywall call. Our owner operators are the top paid in the country, and we will prove it to you. We offer steady year-round freight as well as a yearly annual bonus that increases each year you are leased to us. Oakley has multiple divisions, end dumps, hopper bottoms, and pneumatics, so we are sure to have something that works for your schedule and home time. Check us out on YouTube as well as our weekly podcast or give us a call today and see why Oakley Trucking is everything you have been looking for. All right. Well, I sure appreciate you doing this and sharing your story. Um, it uh, It's always good to to hear from our owner operators and our listeners, I think enjoy that too. And to get real life stories that happen while you're leased on to Oakley trucking even, but you know, I appreciate you sharing it and I appreciate everybody listening to the Oakley podcast. It's, you know, I say this a lot, but man, you listeners, if we need, we love to hear from you and that keeps us going in here. When we know that this works or it helps somebody, or you like listening to it, I mean, you do that by subscribing on the YouTube channel, leaving a comment, hitting that like button. And I encourage you to go back and listen to some of the episodes that we put out. If you're not able to listen to them every week, you know, we put out one every Wednesday, go back and listen to some of the old ones. Man, we've got some good ones in there. We've got some good testimonies. We've got just all kinds of good stuff. You can go back through there and check. We appreciate y'all listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate or review the show in the podcast platform of your choice and share it with a friend. We love hearing from our audience, so if you've got a question, comment, or just want to say hello, head over to our website, theoakleypodcast.com, and click the Leave a Comment button. We'll get you a response soon and may even share some of the best ones here on the show. We'll be back with a fresh episode very soon. Thanks for listening.